The Arizona Coyotes are undefeated in the month of March. I talk about that crazy game and more on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode. I'm Carl Pavlak doing another solo episode. Uh, Robin was able to join again last week. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to join today. There is absolutely no way that I wasn't going to talk about this weekend's action, action though. Uh, first thing I do is want to make sure to thank you for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And I do want to say a special thing. For uh, today's sponsor, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered the season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. So, like I said up top, what a crazy weekend for the Coyotes. Uh, I am going to be talking about the game a little bit later, but there was two stories that I wanted to bring bring out first, just because. I don't think they got as much attention. Um, Nick Schmaltz was over there setting franchise records. Uh, so it's understandable that a little bit of news would slip by. So I just want to briefly begin by highlighting that. The Coyotes have signed two players to two-year deals. Uh, Travis Boyd was announced on Saturday. And then Liam O'Brien was announced on Sunday. Uh, Liam O'Brien is a two-year $1.55 million. Uh, so he's going to be getting 750000 on his next year, 800000 the year after. Travis Boyd getting a little bit more money. Uh, two years, $3.5 million. Uh, looks like one point five his first year, $2 million his second. Both really good deals. Um, I think especially Travis Boyd. I have really liked his play this season. I have liked him with Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz as the top line. Uh, it is far from ideal to have, you know, Travis Boyd be your top line center. Ideally, the Coyotes would want to have someone with more skill who could generate offense. But that's not the case. We know that's not the case. Uh, and Travis Boyd is sliding in really well to, you know, what is a difficult role to play. He is definitely playing up and he is doing it pretty, you know, competently. Um, O'Brien is not uh, that. He is not a top line center. He is definitely more of a muscle guy, uh, foot physical player, has dropped the gloves quite a few times this season. Uh, definitely a player you do not want to piss off. Um, and, you know, that type of player, that role, that is something that a lot of people have opinions on. I have opinions on enforcers and guys like uh, Liam O'Brien. But I think Liam O'Brien has done extremely well this season. Uh, he is filling his role quite well. Uh, he does take you know, a little too many penalties for my taste sometimes. Uh, and not just, you know, dropping the gloves. That's understandable. That's his job. Uh, but some of the other things, I'm like, ah, oh, Brian, why would you do that? Um, 
He is currently sidelined with, I think, an upper body injury. Uh, doesn't seem very serious. Uh, yes, upper body injury. Out indefinitely. We don't know when he's going to be back. But um, I like that he's getting rewarded. Um, he is definitely the type of player that I think uh, Andre Torini wants. He wants that kind of gritty, sandpapery player. Um, and Travis Boyd is that too. Uh, these are two players that seem to fit really well in with the system. Uh, ideally, in the next couple of years, uh, the Coyotes will have a you know a true number one center. Travis Boyd will you know hopefully slot down a couple of lines. Um, but for right now, like he is earning his money, um, and that's kind of the great thing about the Coyotes. That is something that they should be. You know, advertising to every free agent they talk to. Look, if you come to the Coyotes, you're going to get a chance. You, and we've seen that already. We've seen that in, you know, the revitalized career of Shane Goss's Bear. We have seen that in Clayton Keller just having a phenomenal season. Uh, we've seen that with Nick Schmaltz in the second half of the season. A uh, little bit of a spoiler for upcoming uh, segments. But we've also seen that with players like Travis Boyd. He is one of the players, uh, the free agent signings that Bill Armstrong has had that, you know, really impressed me the most. He is not like, you know, the Louis Erickson, JB goal, Anton Roussel that the Coyotes got from, you know, Vancouver. Players who are kind of like at the end of their careers. Uh, Travis Boyd, you know, he is, he was at a low point, um, but... He had the opportunity, and he made the most with it. And I love seeing that from guys like him. I love seeing players step up and say, like, look, this situation is far from ideal. Uh, it's the Coyotes. Situations are always far from ideal. But I have a chance to make something happen. I'm going to do that. And, you know, Bill Armstrong clearly recognized that and rewarded both, uh, you know, both of them, Boyd and O'Brien, with contracts. Um, you know, two-year deals, not a lot of money, great, but at least they have reason to know to like stick around for the next two years. Uh, so many of the Coyotes are just not signed past this upcoming season because you know you don't know who's going to be there. But now we're starting to get shape. You know, we're starting to get a little bit of a makeup of what the team is going to be next year. Still a long way off, but. We have a better idea with two players signed that weren't before. Um, still very interesting to watch. Uh, I do not really know if I have a great feeling of what the signature Bill Armstrong contract is. Like the signature John Chaka contract was the contract Schmaltz, Keller, Chikrin, um, and Dvorak got. Relatively low money, um, all things considered, high term, usually like five, six years. Um, more money than they were making before, but less than he thought they would get at their peak. Um, and personally, those were kind of high risk, high reward. I thought they were, you know, if he got three that hit, he'd be doing perfectly fine. Um, I, I honestly don't think he had many misses. Um, uh, I haven't been keeping up with Dvorak as much, but um, Keller's deal, looking like a steal. Schmaltz's deal, uh, stay tuned. Chikrin was looking really good, um, and that contract is still a major selling point. Uh, so yeah, 
I, I am interested to see what the Bill Armstrong special is. Is it going to be a lot of like these kind of two-year deals for for veterans who come in and prove it? Is it going to be, you know, a little bit longer term for some of the younger players like uh, Colin Chernak, um, JJ Mosier when he is finally off his ELC, like that kind of thing? I don't know, but we are definitely learning more, which is always a good thing. That's you know, Bill Armstrong, new as a GM, we are getting to learn his style. And so far, I have no complaints. Uh, but I'm going to keep talking to you about this past weekend for the Coyotes, including what everyone's waiting for uh, last Saturday's game. But first, a couple of quick words from our sponsors. Um, so I started taking Athletic Greens, our new sponsor, because I wanted to get a little bit more energy. Uh, I'm starting to feel kind of sluggish in the mornings. I'm giving up caffeine a lot, uh, and I just wanted more energy. Uh, and Athletic Greens seemed like a good chance for that. Uh, it's a lifestyle-friendly, whether you go keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, uh, contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, uh, personally, I'm always trying to watch out my sugar, and it doesn't cost you that much. It costs you less than $3 a day if you're investing and you're investing in your health. Um, what I want you to do is go to Athletic Greens and give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs on your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that's Athletic Greens dot com slash athletic or slash NHL network to take ownership of your health and pick the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we're back. Carl Pavlock talking to you solo about this one. Like I said, really wanted to talk about this weekend's game. Uh, but I do want to make sure to mention that Locked On Now is another really good podcast you can listen to. Once you get finished with this, go check out Locked On Now. And now, moment you are waiting for. If you watched Saturday's matinee game against the Ottawa Senators, you probably watched one of the dumbest hockey games I have ever seen in my life. Uh, and... Definitely the most entertaining. Um, I, I do not know what to tell you about a game where the Coyotes go up 4-0 midway through the second uh, and then give up five unanswered goals and then score another four to come back with an 8-5 win. That is not how hockey is supposed to be played. Uh, that is just insane. Um, and... Through it all, Nick Schmaltz has a franchise record now for first Coyote uh, going all the way back to the Winnipeg Jets 1.0 to have seven points in a single game. And he is the, mo it's the most points in a single game by an NHL player going back to February 12th, 2012 when the Edmonton Oilers, Sam Gagne, had eight points. So that is insane. 
Schmoltz is setting records going back to the 80s and the 90s and 2012 for recent history. And I honestly didn't think I would see something like this this season. Uh, the Coyotes were tanking. We knew that going in. Um, and one of the things that Robin and I are always talking about is you need to you know, find your motivation to be there. And it's going to be different for each player. Uh, for a lot of players, like the younger guys like Schmaltz and Keller, um, it's you know, showing that your contract is worth it. Um, and also just showing that you can be successful, that you are a part of this franchise and you need to stick around um, through the rebuild. And, you know, after a shaky start, Schmaltz has really shown that to me. He has turned things around. His game has been stellar. Playing with Clayton Keller and Travis Boyd has just been a joy to watch. It is probably the Coyotes' best line in a very long time. I'm trying to think if there's anyone better, and I really am not thinking of anyone recently because you know Clayton Keller has been the Coyotes' best player for a fair amount, uh, and he has never looked this good. Nick Schmaltz has never looked this good. Uh, it is a joy to behold. One of the like reasons that you should be watching the Coyotes this season. If you listen to this and you don't actually watch the Coyotes, just just watch the Coyotes. They're they're not consistently good. Uh, they're quite often horribly bad. But there's these beautiful moments of Nick Schmaltz having a seven point night that just kind of gloss over. And you're just like, okay, that's what I'm watching for. That is the silver lining in my enjoyment of the Arizona Coyotes. And it's a good silver lining. Um, Just looking at it, the fact that I never saw a Coyote with a seven-point game before, uh, before last Saturday. And, you know, we, I know this just because, like, I know when I started watching Coyotes hockey, it was right around 2010, 2011. Um, and if Sam Gagne did it in 2012, like I'm quite sure that I never saw one before then. Uh, it broke a franchise record. So yeah, I this is the first time I've, I've seen a player get an accomplishment like that. And again, it wasn't something that I was expecting, uh, especially after the Coyotes went you know, it gave up five unanswered goals. I was not expecting them to come back. That is not a good strategy uh, for success, but they did it. Um, and a lot of it is due to Nick Schmaltz. Uh, he definitely had some help, and I'm going to be talking about that a little bit later. But first, we need a couple quick words from our sponsors. Uh, first, I have a message from our friends at Bet Online. Football might be over this season, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props, to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, boxing, and UFC odds, right to down to va- or to Olympic coverage and information. Say you're you know, watching the Paralympic Games. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about trends and action. Bet online, where the game starts. And also, from our friends at Built Bar, I have to ask, have you tried the puffs? If not, you're missing out on one of the best tasting 
Built Bar flavors. The Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy, they're marshmallowy, they're not just a protein bar, they're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. The Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. You have yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, my favorite, the banana cream pie. They're all so good. You're going to find one that you like. Uh, most Built Bars only contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Like I said before, watch your sugar. It's one of the things that's pretty easy to watch. What I want you to do is go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. And we're back. Carl Pavlock going solo on this one. Like I said, uh, Robin unable to attend, but needed to talk about this game. Uh, I, I, I would love to just spend the rest of the, the day talking about Nick Schmaltz. Uh, if you want to know, he now has 14 goals. Most of those came in the last few games. Set are 19 points, which just absolutely phenomenal. Um, I saw a line where uh, he had 26 points going into the season. He scored seven to, uh, to bring him up to 33. 21% of his points this season came in one game. Uh, not sustainable. Uh, he's definitely is going to hopefully spread that out a little bit more moving forward. But the Coyotes are going to be playing the Ottawa Senators in a week from today. So who knows? Uh, I would love if Nick Smaltz just haunts the dreams of the Ottawa Senators for the next week. That would be just my favorite thing ever. But I do also want to highlight some of the other uh, aspects of the game. Uh, Clayton Keller, two goals and two assists uh, for four points. Uh, it is kind of astonishing that Clayton Keller's four points were just a you know relatively minor story. But that's what happens when your line mates setting franchise records. Uh, um, Lawson Krause got his first goal in a bit. Great to see Krause get rewarded. He is doing really well this season. And I still think he has bad like puck luck sometimes. Lawson Krause has 15 goals on the year. He seems on pace for a 20 goal, or he's on pace for a 20 goal season, which would be his first. And yet, still, I watch Lawson Krause play, and I'm like, oh, that should have gone in. Uh, but great to see him get rewarded. Uh, Matthias Michelli, playing in his second NHL game, got his first goal, which is just great to see. Michelli has been like one of the most anticipated players um, on the Tucson Roadrunners this year. Has just all of the positive buzz in the world. It's great to see him come up and you know already have that kind of success. And, you know, the Coyotes also got quite a bit of offense from their blue line. Uh, Shane Gossespierre, a goal and three assists. Dyson Mayo, goal and an assist. Uh, just great. Uh, if you uh, if you want to see something, uh, both Gossespierre and Mayo were a plus six on Saturday night. Say what you will about plus minus. I say a lot of bad things about it. I do not think it's a good stat. But when you see a plus six, you know something like insane happened. Like it should not be that high. Um, the Coyotes had two power play goals. 
which was absolutely phenomenal. Uh, they actually opened up the scoring with Smoltz getting his uh, first goal of the night, like almost immediately off the power play. Um, one of the things that I believe Robin and I discussed this, uh, I definitely wrote about it in Five for Howling's preview of the game. The Ottawa Senators have a surprisingly competent penalty kill. Uh, I believe it was ranked 12th going into uh, Saturday's game. Maybe off on that. Need to double check. But still, like not exactly the type of team you would expect the Coyotes to to generate offense on. But they, they managed to do it. Uh, the Coyotes did give up one power play goal in the freaking second period collapse um, that happened, which not ideal. I, I will say that it was good that the Coyotes only you know gave the Senators two pa- power plays. Like for one of the most penalized teams in the NHL, that's definitely a step in the right direction. Um, the Coyotes did have a, a collapse. Like I said, they gave up five unanswered goals. They gave up three in the span of like two minutes and 12 seconds. That's, uh, I mean, I, I know you're up 4-0, so you you have a little bit of wiggle room, but, but don't do that. Stop it. Um, and uh, yeah, the Coyotes were able to come back and they did so phenomenally. Like I said, it was an eight to five win, uh, but other teams aren't going to let you do that. The Ottawa Senators are a very special circumstance. They're the only team you can give up five unanswered goals and still find the same a way to you know beat like them, Montreal and the Coyotes. And the Coyotes are not going to get any, they're not going to get a chance to play themselves this year. Although that would be a fun matchup. The Arizona Coyotes versus the Arizona Coyotes dumbest hockey in in history. Uh, but yeah, it was a really fun game. And like I said, the Coyotes are currently undefeated in the month of March. They beat the Colorado Avalanche. They beat the Ottawa Senators. They've beat the best. They've beat the worst. Let's see what happens. Uh, they have three games coming up this week, all on the road. Uh, I will be talking tomorrow about the game against Detroit. We also have the Tampa Bay Lightning on Thursday, Boston Bruins on Saturday. And then start of next week, uh, back-to-back with Ottawa and Montreal before they come back home to face the Pittsburgh Penguins on the 19th. So tough matchup for the Coyotes, but they're going to be coming into it with all the momentum in the world. It'll be interesting to see what they can do. Uh, That's going to do it for me today. A little bit of a short one. Like I said, just kind of wanted to get some thoughts in on the signings and just the phenomenal game. Uh, I I wish I could have talked to Robin about it because I wanted to talk to someone about this game. Uh, But, you know, feel free to to send us a message. You can tweet us at LO underscore Coyotes. Uh, We are available wherever you get your podcasts. So Stitcher, Apple Play, Google Store, anywhere you find podcasts. Podbean. Um, You can also find us on YouTube. If you're watching right now, hi, YouTube. Uh, Like and comment and subscribe. All the fun stuff. You can find me personally at Carl Pavlak FFH. But I want to thank you for taking the time to listen today. Thank you for you know 
sticking with the coyotes this long. Uh, I'm I'm glad you got rewarded. Uh, hope everyone's staying safe out there. Hope everyone's staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on.